Hami Media Group continues to grow to new heights because of our loyal fan base and incredible sponsors. You followed us on our affiliate Hami Media Group channels for all of our awesome shows, including South Park Reviews, NFO Star Wars, and the Academy Star Trek Reviews, The Horror Junkyard, and all of our affiliate programming. We will continue to bring you the best in wrestling, conspiracy, and alternative media. Thank you for supporting our sponsors, subscriptions, sending bits, and promotion of the Hameen Media Group platform. Add both Hacker Hameen and Hameen Media Group on your iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and YouTube feeds. Thank you to the following sponsors. Zordos Olive Oil. Zordos Olive Oil is the finest artisan Greek olive oil on the market today. It's also the perfect holiday gift. You can make your family's favorite holiday recipe and they'll say it's the best thing they've eaten all year. It's imported. It's ultra premium Greek olive oil and it's available now at ZordosOliveOil.com. Again, that's ZordosOliveOil.com. Zordos Olive Oil. Taste the difference for yourself. The Coffee Roasters at TheBroasters.com. A new five-pound bag of Vince Russo Bro Coffee is here. Stock up before the next lockdown, bro. TheBroasters.com is the only place to get the limited edition Vince Russo Bro Coffee. Get up and have a cup of bro, bro. Exclusively from TheBroasters.com and RussoBrand.com. Use the official promo code BRO5LB when you place your order and you'll save some money, bro. At Hameen Media Group, we're all about self-improvement. Improve your mind and body with Stevie Richards Fitness. Head over to StevieRichardsFitness.com and take control of your fitness with Stevie's resistance band programs. These programs have been set up for every level of fitness. You can also try the brand new Stevie Richards Yoga Program to make sure your flexibility and balance improve so you can feel your best. Visit StevieRichardsFitness.com today and build a better you. ProWrestlingTees.com, the best way to support your favorite independent wrestlers, podcasts, and hosts from the Hami Media Group and Russo brand is to get their official merchandise exclusively at ProWrestlingTees.com. Support all of the great Hami Media Group talent by visiting their Pro Wrestling Tea stores, such as the Greek God Papadon, BWO Stevie Richards, Big Sal under SEG shirts, Chris Silvio the Superstar himself, and of course, Ben Hameen Yala. Hey, Infidel. You want to become an official HMG operative? Well, now's your chance. Just follow us on Twitter at Hameen Media Group. Shoot us a request, and we'll send you the invite link so you can join the brand new private Discord server under Hameen Media Group. You can also join us on Facebook in the Hameen Media Discussion Group and interact with the entire HMG army. Play along in the Pick'em Challenges, hang out in the Watch Along threads, and interact with the HMG hosts. You can also check out all of HMG's Conspiracy Horseman propaganda on our Instagram by following us at Hameen Media Group. Like, follow, and share, or be destroyed. Once again, thank you to all of our sponsors, subscribers, followers, guests, producers, and hosts of Hameen Media Group. 2.2 million downloads for Hameen Media Group is all because of your efforts and support. Now, let's get to the main event. Moron! It seems like they're everywhere you turn. Every single day they invade the headlines. Another half-wit criminal with a half-baked scheme. Another social media simpleton going viral. 
another Florida man stretching the bounds of stupidity, or another pack of SJWs throwing a temper tantrum. And that's not even the worst of it. From the empty talking heads on the cable news channels, to the humorless hacks in Hollywood, to the pea brain politicians pulling the puppet strings, everywhere you look, there's another idiot telling you how to live your life. Like, people should be able to, like, eat what they want, do what they want. Absolutely not! I mean, it's not like he's going out there in his campaign ads, like, <laughs> Joe Biden is a reptile man. He keeps the streets of Gotham City much safer than Commissioner Gordon, but he doesn't wear a badge because Batman doesn't have to follow any rules. You know, all the kids started ganging up on him and calling him a little googly-eyed, kicky-pants <laughs> jelly boy. Oh, I say the N-word all the time now. You know, I, I just go out on the strip and I scream it. You say a sucky bitch? Whoa, Reverend. A, a, a sucky bitch. You don't know what a sucky bitch is. You mean like talking like Cardi? Like Cardi B, I, I, I heard she got that walk. Well, Jay and Anissa have had enough. Armed with clever satire, madcap humor, and the craziest cast of characters in podcasting, they're lining up and taking aim at the world of stupidity every single week. Because it is time to go to war. The War on Morons. It is Tuesday, November 17th, 2020, and this is episode 55 of The War on Morons. I'm Jay. And I'm Anissa. And this is the only show online where we speak truth to stupidity every single week. Yep, and we'll get right to the headlines. But first, we do want to remind you that the first place that you can find our show each week is on Tuesday, right here at HameenMediaGroup.Podbean.com. Uh, of course, we are proud to carry the banner of the HMG six-star search winner. And you can find us on the Hameen Media Group brand alongside some really, really entertaining podcasts. Um, satire, politics, conspiracy, wrestling, pop culture. I mean, honestly, if you're paying for cable when there's all this great content for free coming out every day on HMG, like, I, I mean, what are you doing? Yeah, seriously. And in between episodes, make sure you follow us on social media for some memes, news, and updates. Uh, give us a follow on Twitter at OnMorons or at Facebook.com slash WarOnMorons or find us on Parlor, MeWe, Rumble, and even YouTube for some reason. Yeah, some reason. <laughs> they, they don't like us very much on YouTube or, or Facebook. But all the other stuff, it's like, I mean... It's, it's like playing whack-a-mole or something. Every week there's a new like social media platform. This is going to be the safe one. But I- I'm liking I'm liking MeWe so far. Parlor's been tough. I-, I haven't been able to get into it yet. But Yeah, I'm loving MeWe so far. So if you're not on MeWe, check it out. Definitely. Um, and, of course, if you want to be part of the show, hit up our call-in line. It's 813-906-9099. Uh, if you catch us on the air, we'll bring you right on. If not, though, uh, we'll play your voicemail. You know, maybe on the next episode. Uh, But anyway, it's time for this week's Top Morons. Yes, and before we kick things off, make sure you're chatting along in the uh, chat below. Drop us a comment. Let us know what you think. Uh, We might just mention your comment on air. Absolutely. Uh, Anyway, I'll start things off. Um, 
In fact, this week I'll start things off as we so often have with the cracked out Beetlejuice clone hilariously running the nation's third largest city into the ground. Oh, God. Yep, I'm talking about Lori Lightbrain Lightfoot, the comically (laughs) inept mayor of Chicago who took a break from cutting cringeworthy PSAs about how a, 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 a Biden victory means that the world is round to straight up canceling Thanksgiving. Wow. Yeah, I don't know if you saw that PSA. It was it was something special. <laughs> uh, but anyway, despite all her efforts as the Rona destroyer, uh, apparently the Windy City is once again plagued with COVID-19. Um, and that means that the fish-faced carnival freak running the show up there has put the city back on lockdown. Lori, it's time to put the cape back on. You hung it up too soon to party with the Biden celebrators prematurely. You got to bring out the superhero cape again. What the hell are you doing? That's right. Chicago needs you. (laughs) Not you. They need the Rona Destroyer. (laughs) Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I mean, I thought you said that the media has claimed that they won the election. I mean, I don't understand why they're even still playing this game with the lockdowns and the bullshit. I mean, what's even the point anymore? I mean, I don't even think they know. I mean, like like you mentioned, like, just last Saturday, so like a, a little over a week ago, she was partying in the street in the middle of like 10,000 people uh, celebrating this, this Biden victory. I saw her. She wasn't wearing a mask. She had a megaphone. Wow. She was, she was, so just <laughs> spraying those particles oh, yeah. right out there. COVID just flying all over the place because, I mean, you know, they say it is very windy there. So Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah, she she can do that, and, and her people can just fucking ha- have a huge celebration over this moron Biden. And then, like, days later, oh, yeah, everybody else, cancel your holiday plans, cancel your non-essential travel, lock yourselves in your homes, don't have any guests over, like, I mean, really? I don't know. That seems pretty, I mean, invasive, honestly, of the government to be telling us what we can do in our own homes, even. I mean, I, I just don't get it. But, I mean, as hypocritical as it seems, and it does seem a bit hypocritical, there, there might be a silver lining here. Um, you know, maybe if Chicago stays locked down, their citizens will stop shooting each other by the dozen. <laughs> We can only hope, right? We can only hope. Maybe Lori will get the virus. I don't know. Ooh, that would be that would be fitting. Yeah. I mean, she did take off the mask and the cape, so you know how the mighty fall. Oh yeah. Anyway, speaking of Thanksgiving Grinchery, New York Governor Andrew Cuomo has upped the ante with his own set of draconian COVID restrictions. Not only will New York residents be forced to hunker down and limit house guests, but New York businesses like restaurants, bars, gyms, and liquor stores are being ordered to close at 10 o'clock every night. Right, right. Because the coronavirus, it comes with like, you know, a fucking pocket watch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it makes perfect sense. It's just, right. it's just it, sitting there it, looking, it, at, it looking clocks, at its clock. Like It clocks in at 8 a.m. every day sharp. It's never late. And then it clocks right out. No overtime. Yeah. Yeah. Coronavirus is in the union. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's almost like they want to drive people out of their state or something. I mean, almost. I I saw something the other day that something like a thousand restaurants in New York have already closed in the past, what, like three quarters of a year since they've been doing this bullshit. And they're just trying to get the rest of them and, and apparently send them down here to Florida. Like, that, 
If I see one more New York license plate cutting me off on, <laughs> on I-4. Hey, I mean, I honestly, I, I don't love people you just flocking to Florida because we're full, okay? It's not because, yeah, I mean, they're coming down here because we actually are allowed to leave our house. <laughs> but at the same time, I kind of get it. Like, if you're a business owner, if you're a restaurant owner, like, Honestly, New York has some of the best restaurants in the country. Like, those are the types of people, like, yes, I will welcome you into Florida. Like, open up a restaurant, serve the type of food you were serving in New York City, make Florida a food destination like New York City is. I mean, bring some of that pizza down. I'm all about that. Now, sure. haven't you spoken to any of them? It, it's just not the same. That We don't have the water. We don't have the water from Brooklyn or whatever. What, is the water on lockdown, too? Bring some of the water. Oh, my God. Either way, I mean, if they keep it up, I mean, I don't know where Governor Momo thinks he's going to get his tax money. You know, I mean, at this rate, he's going to start having a moonlight for central casting, you know, just to just to keep the lights on at the governor's mansion. <laughs> like, like, I hear they're shooting the Sopranos prequel. Like, he looks Either like he fit or, right in. Right? Either that or start taxing on, on that New York water bring some of it down we'll make some bagels and some pizza yeah yeah sure just fish the bodies out first uh, anyway <laughs> completing our triumvirate of turkey day tardation gavin newsom's introducing a little zen fascism to the cornucopia of coronavirus tyranny this year as the california department of public health has issued a seven point list of mandatory requirements for holiday okay. gatherings um I mean, I'm not even going to bother reading all of this. It, it came out, honestly, a few weeks ago. I've, I've been skipping it with all the election news. But it's, it's just insane. Like, why would I take health advice from a state that can't even figure out how to get human feces and AIDS-infected heroin needles off its streets? <laughs> but but they're trying to Seriously. tell... Like, they're telling their people there, like... Um, I saw some of the highlights. So some of the rules are... Um, they're restricting singing, chanting, what? exercising. Um, Californians, if they want to gather for Thanksgiving, um, they can only have a certain amount of people, only from a certain amount of households over. Um, and they have to do it outside. So they have to gather outside like fucking Peanuts characters. Lord help us. I mean, this is the most... Ah, uh, I mean, it's times like these that I'm so grateful we live in Florida, to be honest, because this is ridiculous. No singing during the holidays? <laughs> and what's I with mean, the chanting? Like, I mean, isn't that kind of their thing over there? I mean, who the hell chants during the holidays? I BLM, mean, I BLM rioters. Like, I guess so. <laughs> Whatever the Satanists do for winter solstice, I guess is on them. But I mean, I know, know they're chanting at Bohemia Grove, so. <laughs> like I hypocrites. Mean, I just don't understand. They want us to have Thanksgiving outside. I mean, for one, most of the country can't have Thanksgiving outside. It's fucking cold as shit during Thanksgiving in most of the country. But second of all, in California, I still don't understand how they're supposed to have Thanksgiving outside. Isn't the outside on fire? <laughs> exactly. But, but maybe that's the point. You know, you could save the environment by roasting your tofurkey in the flames of a burning subdivision. <laughs> Yikes! <laughs> That's the, now you're getting it. Yeah, they should. They should just put that on the uh, the marketing material at Whole Foods. <laughs> I mean, honestly, I guess the good news in all of this is that at least nobody has to worry about arguing with their liberal family members at the Thanksgiving table, right? I mean, they're just not going to show up. Yeah, I mean, 
they they're they're going so far to to silence us and to keep from having to get roasted. I mean, they shadow ban us on, on social media. Of course, that all comes from California. Uh, oh, they yeah. silence us in the schools. They make the agendas there. They keep us out of Hollywood. And now they're canceling one of the biggest national holidays on the calendar just so they don't get roasted for electing a, a jackass. <laughs> you know, with all of this going on, if you're trapped in one of these places like, you know, California or somewhere where all these Fruit Loops are running around making crazy regulations like this, you might just want to fly the friendly skies. Uh, but before you pull up Priceline, you probably want to check out this next block of stories because sometimes the skies are a little more fucked off than friendly. <laughs> like this headline out of Detroit, where a Delta Airlines red eye from Las Vegas became the scene of an unsolicited baptism by urine. Wait, what? Like, I mean, I know that we get some weird stories, but I really want to know how this is going to work. <laughs> yeah well you're gonna find out this is definitely one of our more insane stories that we've covered so according to the article from fox news there was a lead pastor of a church on a flight uh who happened to have a bit too much to drink so much so in fact that he ended up getting arrested for pissing all over the passenger next to him oh okay well um yikes um i mean Think about this one the next time that you complain about the guy that you're seated next to on a flight. Like, you know, he, maybe he took up too much elbow room. You know, maybe yeah. he talked too much. Maybe he snored. Maybe he even had a crying baby in his lap. Maybe. Right. But at least he didn't whip it out and piss all over you. You know, we're setting the bar pretty low. We're setting the bar pretty low, America. Yep. I mean, the victim in all of this alleges that she woke up on the plane at about 2.45 in the morning. So this is like she was sleeping. Like she was completely innocent. Hell of a way to wake up, right? <laughs> yeah. And she woke up to this pastor just urinating on her. Like, I don't even know how you handle that. Like, she immediately alerted the flight crew. I mean, yeah, I guess that's step number one. And the two were separated. And when asked what was going on, the piss-happy priest claimed that, well, he thought he was going to the lavatory. Um, and he actually demanded proof of the women's allegations. Oh, okay. Yeah, proof. I, I'm, proof. I'm, I'm very curious. What proof did they, uh, did they use? Oh, it was pretty easy to come by. Um, the officers actually pointed out that she and her seat were covered in urine. Um, and that he that could have come from person. anywhere. Yeah, I, well, true. But he was <laughs> the only person on the plane observed standing directly over her and who also had bloodshot <laughs> eyes and a piss spot on the front of his pants. So <laughs> just narrowing it down. You, you know, what, what do you did you say it was a, a Delta flight? I believe so, yeah. Like Delta, I mean, they're a pretty decent airline. Could you imagine if you were flying, like, one of the, like, if, let's say this is on Spirit. Okay. Like, I, I bet they wouldn't even fucking care. You know, like, you'd call the, the stewardess over, you'd be like, hey, help me, you know, this crazy drunk bastard's pissing all over me, it's three in the morning, and they'd just be like, honey, I ain't, I ain't paid to fucking fix that, fuck you. I mean, <laughs> honestly, if you're flying Spirit, you're probably sitting in a piss-soaked seat anyway, so... Yeah, either you know, way. It's really not going to change much of the outcome. And, and, like, whatever happened to social distancing? I mean, they're always talking about it. This does not sound very socially distant. No, it really doesn't. Spreading your body fluids all over someone else on an airplane sounds a lot more like R. Kelly than it does social distancing. <laughs> 
been saying. <laughs> maybe, maybe he was trying to test like the effectiveness of his mask. I mean, we keep seeing that meme. The the liberals keep sharing that meme on Facebook when they're convincing everybody that you got to wear these stupid masks. Oh yeah, <laughs> the one where it's like if you wear pants, even if you pee yourself, it won't get on someone else. So you should wear a mask. Right. Work the same way. Yeah. Maybe he was just trying to pee through a mask to see if it would get on her, and he was like, "Well, fuck it. Apparently, it does." You know what? That's the only way this story could get more disturbing is if somehow he was pissing on her, but while he was doing it, he held up like a little coronavirus mask <laughs> to like, that's like worse. That's way worse. Why would you make me think of that? I, I mean, let's just move on. So uh, <laughs> to the next story. If you think that last guy was a bad passenger, a Jacksonville to Houston flight had to make an emergency landing in Mobile last week when some half-naked drunk chick threw up on herself, stripped down to her underwear, tried to fight another passenger, and then capped it off by swinging on a flight attendant. You know, are you sure we're not talking about the woman who got pissed on in the last story? Because that would have been my exact reaction to getting pissed on. Yeah, it's like, um, <laughs> it's like I spit in your grave. You know, right, I would have like, I would have immediately thrown up, stripped down off my piss-soaked clothes, tried to fight the guy pissing on me. Like, I mean, that sounds about right. But honestly, considering this is a separate story, I'm assuming, right? It's not the same person. It, it's not, but I mean, that is a good point. <laughs> it would have gone. Would have. It would have made a lot more sense if she was getting pissed on when this happened. But apparently, she sure. was just pissed drunk. <laughs> Wow, okay. Well, I mean, shit. At least they landed in Alabama. I mean, did they just release her into the wild and let her make herself at home? Because, I mean, it sounds like she'd fit in there. I mean, frankly, I don't even see why they had to land the plane. Don't they even have air marshals on these flights? Right. Like, a strainer. And, right. You know. Yeah, just taser, you know? Like, I mean, yeah. everything that Homeland Security puts us through these days, like... I mean, well, for the last 20 years, you know, every time you want to take a plane ride somewhere, you got to take your belt off and they got like examine your shoes and you got to like go, uh, you're, you know, they check in all your ID and it's a whole like two hour long process. Like, I mean, and I got to give it to them. You know, they're yeah. doing their job. We don't have Islamic terrorists, you know, ramming planes in the buildings uh, or whatever. But I mean, if they're going to be sitting on the plane strapped up, can they at least keep drunks from pissing on people and punching fucking flight attendants? <laughs> Apparently that's a little below their pay grade. <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, speaking of assaulting flight attendants, our Florabama drunk had a little competition as a JetBlue flight from Jamaica to New York actually devolved into chaos last month when a passenger in a Burger King crown was arrested for hurling racial slurs and... Yes, attacking a flight attendant in a dispute over his seat assignment. You know, I'm really starting to think that the coronavirus is the least of our worries on the airlines these days. I'm beginning to agree with you. I, I mean, honestly, this one I could almost kind of understand. I mean, you know, if you requested a window seat, by God, they better give you a window seat. Yeah, especially if you're the king. Right. And I mean, what are they flying at like 50% capacity these days? There's no excuses. Um, but uh, to be fair, to his credit, while this guy was punching people, going on a tirade, throwing around the N-word, um, he was at least wearing a mask. Oh, okay. So. Well, I mean, then he did nothing wrong. I mean, <laughs> he's practically a saint. He's wearing his face mask. Um, 
I mean, are, are we sure this isn't like a viral like commercial or something for for McDonald's? Like, like <laughs> oh my god, that's actually really funny. They I can see Wendy's doing it. this shit. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it would be more of a Wendy's thing, though. Yeah. Like Wendy's could really use that. Their their marketing team's on point. Um, but I I do think the lesson here is to just you know what, if you see an adult wearing a paper crown from a fast food restaurant. Even if you're stuck in, like, a small plane with him, like, just, you know what? You make a fuss about your seat assignment. Stay far held away from that yeah. person. Usually, if I see a, a crazy man shouting the N-word in a Burger King crown, he's on the bus. <laughs> yeah. yeah he, he's certainly not flying jet blue. I mean... Well, that's only a, a small step up from a bus, right? Anyway, it looks like we're getting a call on line one. Um, I'll I'll take it. Area code uh, two one four. Um, all right, you are on the air. Uh, state your name and where you're calling from. Hi, this is Llewellyn. I'm out in Plano, Texas. Hey, Llewellyn, how's it going out in Texas? Oh, you know how it is. I mean, we're just getting ready for the holidays over here, and uh, well, I have to tell you, I'm not looking forward to Thanksgiving this year. Mm-mm, no. Yeah, I mean, given some of those stories that we just covered, I can see how you wouldn't be. I mean, are they doing that kind of stuff in Dallas, too, with the uh, the COVID restrictions? Oh, God, no. I mean, they're not doing anything crazy like that. But, I mean, I got to tell you, this year, it's my sister's year to host Thanksgiving. We go back and forth every year. It's her year to host Thanksgiving. And uh, I... I just don't know where to start with her. I mean, for one, uh, you know, she's up in Colorado. You know, she's one of those. <laughs> and uh, she's trying to tell us that she can't host Thanksgiving this year because, you know, she can't have groups. They're quarantined and they're on lockdown. They can't have groups of five or more. And, uh, you know, we just can't come because we'll infect them all or something. But, you know, that's bullshit. We're going anyways because I am not. I don't have room in my house. I can't stand one more minute in this house with these kids running all over me, running me up and down. We are going to her house come hell or high water. I just don't know how we're going to get there quite yet. Hey, I'm, uh, I'm sure she'll appreciate seeing family. It sounds like she's really looking forward to it. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, she'll, she'll, she'll get her act together one way or another. I mean, it's not like her house ain't big enough or whatever, but, you know, it's just a matter of, you know, normally, normally, you know, every, every couple of years we go up there, we just fly up, you know, it's a quick flight. We go out from DFW or whatever. Uh, you know, me, my husband, my kids and, uh, you know, just the four of us fly up, you know, it's pretty economical. Um, you know, and, and it makes sense, but this year, I mean, I don't think there's any damn way we can fly. Um, so we've been looking into some alternatives. I think we got a pretty good plan lined up, but you know, it's uh, it's definitely going to be different this year. That's for sure. Oh, what's keeping you from flying? It's just uh, I, I know a lot of people are, are are avoiding the airlines for some of the reasons that we just talked about in those last mm. stories, and maybe from the uh, the Corona yeah. stuff. Yeah, well, I'm not afraid of that Corona. I tell you, I think that's just a, a load of baloney, but. You know, the, um, the face diapers that they want you to wear. I mean, you know, it's, it's a two hour flight. I mean, you know, I'm not going to sit there breathing through my underwear for fucking two, two hours. I mean, that's ridiculous. So, 
I mean, you know, I can't, you know, I can't be doing that. And I can't be putting my kids through that. They need oxygen. They need fresh air. You know, one of them has asthma. And so, uh, you know, they're not, you know, I'm not going to be sitting there for two hours with, you know, diapers on our faces like that. That's ridiculous. And besides, you know, this year I got all my cage kids, my little cage kids with me. And, uh, you know, airline tickets, they're, they're cheap. But, you know, I mean, still to pay like 70 bucks a pop. For 16 kids, I mean that is a that's a little outrageous. So we're not doing that. No, I somehow I forgot. Yeah, no, I remember you. You're the one that has all those foster children. I I, I I'm putting it very mildly. You have uh, foster children from from the Mexican border, right? And you call them cage kids. Oh yes, absolutely. They're they're some of the biggest blessings of my life. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, and you know. I really, I really owe it to them to give them, you know, they're here in America now. They're part of the family. I owe it to them to show them, you know, a good traditional Thanksgiving, you know, really help them, you know, find, find the spirit of the holidays. And so, you know, we've been looking forward to it. Um, but, you know, I just don't know that they're even going to get a traditional Thanksgiving if they're even going to be able to appreciate it the way my sister uh, runs the show with all her weird hippy dippy ways, but uh, you know, I mean, I think we got a plan to get them up there at least. I think I think we got a plan to get them up to Colorado, and that'll be some nice sightseeing for them. Uh, there's so. Uh, so what are you guys gonna husband. do? You said you got sixteen people. Like, what are you gonna do? Like, charter a bus or something? No, no, God, no. My husband has needed a new trailer anyway. Um, for all of his, uh, you know, him and his buddies, they like to go out on the weekends, you know, they'll go four wheeling or, you know, whatever the case may be. And so he needed a new utility trailer for a while now. So I just went ahead and gave him the go ahead. I say, you know what, go ahead, go, go get your new trailer, whatever it is. Um, you know, and, and, uh, you know, we can just load up the cage kids and that hitch it to the truck and head on up to Colorado. I mean, it's not ideal because, you know, it puts a lot of mileage on the truck, but, you know, you, did you just say you're just going to load them into a trailer? Like, like what, like livestock? Well, not quite like livestock because, you know, a livestock trailer has an opening and that would be dangerous. This is completely, it's, it's completely shut up. It's completely shut in. It's a utility trailer. Like, like what you'd put like, you know, uh, lawnmower tools or, uh, you know, things like that in. And you're just going to drive on through the Rockies with, with 16 kids. Loaded up in your trailer like you're a coyote. Well, I don't know what else you expect me to do. I mean, for one, they're used to it. It's not like they haven't traveled like that before. And for two, I mean, you know, that that, that, that there's nothing wrong with it. I mean, they're they're going to be. It's not like I'm not going to give them, you know, an extra scoop of oatmeal and and some water. You know, you probably should just leave them at the house if you, if this is what your plan is. I'm just saying. Leave them at the house? Are you out of your mind? Are you out of your mind? You know they're Mexican, right? I mean, I can't just leave them at the house. I know what'll happen. They'll throw a fiesta. And then I'll come back home after a week worth of Thanksgiving, and I'll come home my house smelling like frijoles and fornication. <laughs> All right, I'm just <laughs> gonna let this one slide all right so so you're you're gonna make your way up to your sister's house who doesn't want to see you um who apparently has told you not to come i'm sounds i'm just gonna be honest luella this sounds like a recipe for disaster 
know, you would think that, but you know, the truth of the matter is my sister, she really doesn't have a backbone. Okay. She's one of these, you know, the type. she's one of these California types. I don't know where she gets it from. She was raised the same parents as I was, but she's, you know, one of these California, Colorado types, you know, she doesn't believe in guns. She doesn't eat meat. She doesn't uh, like everybody, you know, whatever. She's going to love the cage kids because she, she, she cries for them every day. I mean, you know, so she's just going to love to see them. And, uh, you know, the only thing that I'm real concerned about is that she has this habit of serving up this horrendous Thanksgiving dinner. I mean, it's not Thanksgiving dinner and we fight about it every year. I tell her, my kids will become anemic. You need to serve them meat. It is Thanksgiving. You need to have turkey. That is the way that this is supposed to work. And every year she comes up with some new, horrible, like weird thing that's not meat to serve us. I, I can only imagine what she's serving up. What <laughs> You said she's like a vegetarian? Oh. I mean, we've had everything from roast pumpkin instead of roast turkey to tofurkey, whatever that is, to, I mean, last time we were at her house, it was some horrifying thing called a nut loaf. I don't even know what a nut loaf is. So she tried to serve this to us. I said, "Uh uh-uh, no way. My children will become anemic. They'll get a paper cut and bleed out. I'm not having it. I had to take matters into my own hands. Like I said, she doesn't really have much of a backbone. She doesn't have no firepower behind her words, so to speak. So, you know, I just took out my gun. Whoa, wait, uh, whoa, that escalated quickly. I thought you were going to say you went to Safeway or something. No, 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 no. no. Remember, she's in Colorado. It's wild out there. I mean, you step out in your backyard, God only knows what you're going to see. I mean, you know, they're fresh chickens. So I just stepped outside, I took my gun, uh, and I saw a wild goat. And I said, okay, wild goat it is. And I shot it and brought it inside, and my husband was going to butcher it up for the kids. And uh, we were going to do a nice roast goat. But, you know, sure enough, she had a hissy fit about that, too. I, I'm speechless. Of all the things that you've told me, this one might take the cake. So you just went outside, blasted a goat, and brought in the carcass. <laughs> your vegetarian sister <laughs> and said, hey here we go i solved the nut bar problem <laughs> well what was i supposed to do i mean i'm a mother i have to provide for my children that's my job and hunting you know it's the it's the way that we survived as humans since cavemen i mean it's the most natural thing in the world she wants to be all natural and organic well i don't see anything more natural than hunting a goat in the backyard i mean you know, that's what it's there for. But apparently, oh, my God, you should have seen the tears. I mean, it was unbelievable. She was crying. She had to call the neighbors and apologize. It was, I mean, you would think I committed some kind of international crime or something. Wait, why did she call the neighbors and apologize? Well, see, I just saw this thing, and it looked like a wild goat to me. I mean, you're out in Colorado. You step outside, you see an animal, you assume it's a wild animal. Well, apparently, you you would not believe this. This is the craziest thing I ever heard. She told me, Llewellyn, that's not a wild goat you just shot. That's the neighbor's rescue pet goat. (laughs) I was like, what the hell is a rescue pet goat? She was like, they have 
these goats, they rescue them from farms where they're going to be eaten, and they keep them as pets. They feed them and stuff. I was like, that's the stupidest damn thing I ever heard. She told me this goat had a name. She told me, oh, my God, it was it was a nightmare and a half. She told me I can never come back to her house for Thanksgiving after that. But now she's just using this coronavirus as an excuse. I've, I'm telling you, I've had it. Like I said, she has no backbone, no firepower to back up her words. I mean, we're just showing up come <laughs> hell or high water. And let me tell you something else. She better not serve no damn nut loaf. All right. I, you know what? I really, really can't wait to hear how this one turns out. Please call back in a couple weeks and let us know. Oh, you know I will. <laughs> Don't shoot your sister. No, no. I mean, we can't eat her. So what good would that do? <laughs> All right, Llewellyn. Thanks for calling in. You take care. I mean, th- that was probably the craziest story that anybody has ever called this show this woman should write a book i would read the hell out of her autobiography what she has some stories man i mean ignatius riley has nothing has nothing on llewellyn from fucking plano why isn't she on real housewives of dallas why Uh, i I, someone yeah just follow her around with a camera um, <laughs> but uh, anyway, we we've got a we've got a commercial. Let's uh, let's take a quick break. We'll be back in about three and a half minutes. And now from Washington D.C., an important announcement from the office of the Cabinet of the President Elect. Oh, oh, hi everybody! <laughs> it's me, your best friend, very helpful, the talking teddy bear, <laughs> and and I came all the way from Ding Dong. Today, just for you, um, and, and we're gonna have a lot of fun today because, um, guess what? Guess what? Guess what? Um, he's here too, <laughs> and he's gonna make a speech. Uh, are you ready? Yeah. All right, all right, all right. Here he is, America's number one doctor, Doctor Ding Dong. Thanks, Barry Helpful. Or shall I say, Secretary Barry Helpful. <laughs> anyway, um, friends, kiddos, Chinamen, lend me your ears. It is I, your newly elected Surgeon General of these United States, the Honorable Dr. Ding Dong! <laughs> uh, four score and 69 years ago, uh, this once proud and indivisible nation found itself headed for a really nasty bit of violence and murder and death. <laughs> Fathers and sons, cousins and brothers, friends and neighbors, they loaded up their guns and their cannons and they slaughtered each other. They slaughtered each other by the tens of thousands <laughs> in the killing fields until America ran red with their blood. <laughs> well, today, kiddos, I'm here to say that each and every one of you is going to go through the same thing next year in 2021. <laughs> but, but before you go out there getting shot and stabbed and, and set on fire and, you know, left for dead, you better make sure your health is in tip-top shape. 
especially in the age of the coronavirus. <laughs> so, so as your new Surgeon General, it is my responsibility to prepare you for war. <laughs> so I'm going to call our new Education Secretary. Very helpful. Back up to the podium so he can teach you your ABC. Shots. B. Better stay six feet back. Keep a safe distance from all people, even your mommy and daddy, so they can't make you sick. And C. Cough and you're dead. <laughs> well, that's right, very helpful. If we catch you coughing, we make you go into a coffin. <laughs> All right, that's it for now. Uh, make sure you tune in to the Dr. Ding Dong and Barry Helpful Show every Monday night on the Free News Network. And if I don't see you in Ding Dong Land, I'll see you on the battlefield, soldiers. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it seems like they're starting with the com like that. It's not even communist propaganda. It's like dystopian propaganda. <laughs> like they're starting real early with that shit. Yeah, so it's just like three and a half minutes of insanity. Um, yeah, but I guess prepare your children what? for the civil war. Christ. Um, anyway, just good lord. Okay, let's just move on to something like a little bit more lighthearted, maybe like a little bit more fun yeah of. yeah this is actually the point in the show where we usually play that game uh florida or the field which is always a lot of fun but i actually think that we should give florida a week off um i mean florida gets a lot of flack often rightfully so uh for having completely crazy people living here um that's why we made the game in the first place basically we find the craziest stories from the past week and we challenge each other to to guess whether or not they happened um you know anywhere in the country or whether it was another florida man or florida woman story but like on election day florida seemed like it was pretty much the most sane normal state in the entire country like i don't yes. I, I don't care what your politics are, um, you know, whether you're Republican, whether you're Democrat, whether you're independent, it doesn't matter. In Florida, you, you, you get in, you get out for voting. They check your ID. They've got a machine that works. Um, they counted all the votes and announced the winner by like eight o'clock on, on uh, Tuesday night. Um, there were no crazy fights with, you know, uh, stormtroopers. And fucking MAGA lunatics in the street. Like, everybody is just pretty much just going back to work, going back to their regular lives. Like, everywhere else in the country, yeah, you guys are crazy. Florida, give them some credit. Absolutely. Like, we'll take it. We'll, we'll take it. I mean, for once, you know, we're not the laughing stock of the nation. We're not the ones getting sued. Um, so. <laughs> right. That's pretty much every other state. <laughs> I, I was, I was thinking about it. I was like, I mean, I still like playing this game. So I was like, maybe we should play it with like, I don't know, Arizona, cause they don't know how to fucking count or apparently they, they can't figure out how to fill a ballot or, or Michigan because they've got 
tens of thousands of dead people that are on the voting rolls. Or maybe Washington, D.C. itself, because they're burning it to the ground. But I I think we can kind of go a little bit bigger. Really? Yeah, check this out. So how about a game of red state or blue state? Ooh, okay. Okay, yeah. I see I see where you're going with this. Yeah, so we basically we do the same thing. We we get like the craziest stories from the stack of the week. Um and then we have to guess whether this happened in a state that went for Trump or a state that went for Biden. All right. All right. Hopefully we don't have any of these uh heavily contested states in the stack, but <laughs> we do. Uh, I don't know, it'll flip a coin or something. <laughs> All right, let's give it a shot. I think this will be fun. Um, if you're listening, uh, make sure you play along in the comments. Um, you won't win anything, uh, but it sure is fun. Um, and you might help us get our guess uh, correct. So we'll take all the help we can get. <laughs> all right. So I'm going to um, look over some of my stories. Do you have anything uh, that would be fitting for this? You know, I think I actually do have one. All right. Let me start off with this one. English department votes to change its name to distinguish from English as a nationality. Now, the department at this university voted to change its name to the Department of Literatures in English during its first faculty meeting of the fall semester. The change would help to eliminate the conflation of English as a language and English as nationality, according to one of the professors who continued to say, What surprised us was the fact that so many of the white faculty of the English department signed on. We were amazed. That surprised them? That that white college professors went along with some stupid liberal bullshit? (laughs) I mean, for one, if you get into a university and you don't know what the English department does or what it means, like, I, I don't even know what to tell you. And second of all, I mean, not all white people are English and plenty of I mean, I, I just, there's, there's a lot wrong with this. It's very, very stupid on many levels. But yeah, like, how is it day, that there's so many morons, so like so many idiots at universities? Like, right? remember when that used to be where you'd find smart people? <laughs> uh, when was that? Back in the 1600s? I don't, I don't know. It's been a while. It's been a while. Yeah. Um, I mean, this one seems really obvious. I mean, because it, it's obviously just like some virtue signaling um, you know, university leftist. But when I think about it, I mean, you can have a university in like the reddest state in America and it's still going to be run by the same assholes. So I'm thinking that you're trying to trick me and I'm going to say this is a red state. And you'd be wrong, unfortunately. Um, I see where you were going with it. I do. But um, yeah, this actually happened at Cornell. Cornell. Oh, it's in New York State? Yep, New York State. I was surprised it wasn't California. It really did sound like California. Cornell's in, like, the red part of New York, though, so that's kind of right. Kind of, but not (laughs) quite. (laughs) Can I get half a point? Nope. All right. Um, I've got got some good ones here, so (laughs) here's the first one. Nude woman caught touching herself outside a chicken restaurant. Again. Jesus. Yes. What a hobby lady. Yes, she's done it multiple times. So a 38-year-old woman, uh, she's been arrested for public masturbation. Um, it first happened just a few weeks ago, and it just happened again. <laughs> the same offense. Uh, she was completely naked and thoroughly enjoying herself outside of a fast food place last week. 
Uh, but- oh, that is. <laughs> That's a lot to take in, just mental image wise. I mean, okay. some people really love the smell of like KFC. Smell. <laughs> I mean, they sell the candles. Like they they smell the the oh, candles. Of, like maybe maybe she's just you know into uh, into Arby's. <laughs> How quickly can you get naked before somebody notices? I mean, maybe she had tearaway pants like a basketball player. <laughs> And she's like, oh, hell yeah, smell that grease. Disgusting. <laughs> Believe it or not, the craziest part is, according to the arrest paperwork, uh, this chick had no signs of being drunk. Um, she was not under the influence of drugs. And apparently there was, uh, and this is hard <laughs> the hard part for me to understand. It says in the article that there was no evidence of mental health issues. None? Because I can think of one piece yeah, of evidence. Yeah, I, I mean, she was outside of a Popeye's at 10 o'clock in the morning, entirely naked <laughs> and touching herself. That's not what sane people do. Uh, <laughs> maybe this is like a new, um, a new, uh, a new trend on OnlyFans or something. Maybe this is going to start happening them. more. God, I hope not. Um, anyway, what, that's... Pay like, uh, hey, 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 Pay 20 bucks, watch me masturbate outside of the KFC. I don't know. <laughs> it's goddamn millennials, right? E- exclusive content right there. Um, <laughs> God, this does not sound... This does not sound like something that would happen in... A, well, it actually could happen anywhere. I could see. I could see two very distinct types of people doing this. So the one type of person I could see doing this is like... Definitely a blue state person, you know, somebody who maybe like doesn't have like a regular nine to five um, or doesn't like have like a typical job, um, maybe has a little too much time on their hands, um, you know, something like that. And then and then the other person I could see doing this is pretty much the same thing, but in a red state. So we're talking about like basically, you know, a hillbilly versus, you know. I don't even know what you call it. If it's it, in, if it's in a blue state, they're protesting. Like they're they're protesting yeah, the patriarchy. That's, that's exactly what I had in mind. Like yeah. the protesters, it, it, you know, like yeah, like I could see somebody doing this in Portland uh, just to like show right. you know show the big corporations who's boss. And, and then if it's in a red yeah. state, then it's probably just somebody trying to express their you know their First Amendment like rights. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's it's kind of like you could go either way, man. But um, I I don't know. I'm really getting like. I'm really getting a red state vibe because of the KFC thing. I feel like those are much bigger in red states. Just or, or actually Popeyes, like Popeyes is pretty much like a like a southern thing. I think so. Um, yeah, I'm gonna go with a red state. I knew I shouldn't have said what restaurant it was. I, I thought they had Popeyes everywhere. Comment down below in the chat. Let us know. Do they have Popeyes where uh, where you live? And do you masturbate outside of? <laughs> No, this was actually uh, like a couple miles away from right here. Um, this was Saint Petersburg, Florida. Oh so, my god! Yeah. So after Thank God, we don't eat at Popeyes. Like, can you imagine pulling into the drive-through just for like dinner on like a Thursday night? And you're like, oh, I'll just pick up some Popeyes, and you see that? Yeah. Well, I mean. It happened on a Thursday morning, apparently. <laughs> but, oh, yeah, that's right. It happened at 10 a.m. <laughs> I didn't even morning. think Popeye's was open. She probably works there. I mean, I've been to Popeye's before. They <laughs> they don't exactly seem like they, they got a lot of class. Uh, but, yeah, Red State. So, I mean, after all that praise that we just heaped on Florida, uh, 
we've got this. So I, I'm, I'm taking it away. Step back for sure. For sure. All right. Well, here's another one I've got for you. Uh, amateur surgeons busted for castration. <laughs> okay. Um, are what? Behind- well, apparently, apparently, um, they, you know, not everybody can get away with the whole public masturbation thing. I don't know. These guys apparently were uh, not about it. So they're behind bars. These two men are behind bars after allegedly performing an unlicensed gender reassignment surgery on another man who actually told the cops he met one of the defendants on a website called Eunuch Maker during online research about castration. They've got now, a website for everything. Huh. Unic Maker. Jesus. <laughs> that should be on the dark web, I'm pretty <laughs> sure. Like, if Unic Maker isn't on the dark web, then they're doing a lot of things wrong. But uh, <laughs> investigators charged the 53-year-old surgeon and his 42-year-old assistant who used scalpels to remove the victim's scrotum and testicles during a procedure earlier this month. Now, the victim was awake during the two-hour procedure. Oh uh, during, I mean, I don't even know. I mean... Even if you get consent for that, like, you should not do that. But during which the surgeon actually joked about cannibalizing him. So the whole thing had a very Jeffrey Dahmer vibe. I don't even know what, like, okay, that's just fine. And you thought stress from the election was bad. I mean, apparently people were out doing shit like this, so. Yeah, just for fun. Just for shits and giggles. Um eunuch maker i just can't believe that that's a real thing i'm i'm not gonna i'm not gonna check i have a feeling yeah, you please. you type that in, you go right onto the right onto the list um <laughs> yeah yeah but all right so red so i mean normally i would think that i mean if somebody wants to get their balls and dick chopped off that they're probably in a blue state that's kind of their thing nowadays but if I'm living in California or something, that's probably like a, 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 a that's like something I can get from from state healthcare. Like I, I can probably sue my job if they won't let me uh, if they won't let me get it off of the the the, the company insurance. Like <laughs> if I just call up on a whim and I say, yeah, I've just decided I want to be a woman today. You know, if I'm if I'm in Oregon or, or, or Washington or whatever, <laughs> they're apologizing for not paying for it themselves. So I don't feel like you'd have to get some. Um, some fifty-year-old man in a back alley to to do it with a scalpel while you're still awake. Um, oh. so I'm gonna think that this is somebody with a blue state state of mind that's living in like in the South or something, like in a, in a in a really red state. You know what? You know what? That was really a good guesswork there, and you are correct. It happened again in Florida. So we're in Florida. We're, 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 it's, oh, it's real strong. We're going strong here. <laughs> Florida, what the hell's wrong with you? You know, like, what is wrong with Florida? It's It gets worse. It is in the Tampa Bay area. Oh, so, my uh, God. Another one. Another one. I'm going to lock my doors, like, we right now. We got to get the hell out of here. <laughs> I, Jesus. I... Maybe we need to go back to Florida to feel. I was thinking this would be a fun new game, but apparently you could just guess Florida. <laughs> we're, we're, we're sane for one day every two years or every four years. Anyway, I've got another one for you. Um, let's see. What is it? One to one right now? Yep. All right. So here we go. So nude couple walking dog busted after violent tangle with cops. 
what new wait they were doing what <laughs> So, so I'll, I'll give you the context. So, um, responding to a nine nine one one call about the naked couple, uh, cops encountered the duo around six thirty in the morning. Uh, when questioned about their state of undress, the pair allegedly became confrontational. After answering, you do. <laughs> yeah, I mean they're just they're just buck naked walking their dog, and um, they don't understand why somebody would call the cops. Um, so they're answering the questions completely incoherently, not making any sense. They're yelling, they're swearing at the police, um, and, and then they tried to run away, but they were quickly corralled. So after that, you there think was just be more aerodynamic, right? You know, like uh, you got. You... But yeah, they um, they ended up getting into a violent scrum. They're tumbling around with the cops. They punch. They both the man and the woman got a good punch or two in. Um, one of the cops actually needed to get treatment for minor injuries um, before eventually they were able to to bring him in the in the custody. I gotta say, I mean, I respect the cops for what they do. They're not all perfect, and I think there's a lot of things that they could do better, but. I can't imagine signing up for a job where literally they had to make wrestle naked people for a job. Like that's what they do for a living. They had to wrestle naked people to the ground. And like, well, there's a dog barking and going crazy. (laughs) you, You can't bleach those uniforms. They're dark. So how do you ever feel clean again? And who the fuck walks their dog naked? I just don't get it. Yeah, I mean that's just kind of like its own its own weird brand of weirdness for sure. I mean, did they like? I mean, maybe they just escaped from the nudist colony. Like, is there a nudist? Like, I know when I was living out in Loxahatchee, there were rumors, and I found out they were actually true. I didn't like see it, but like I I talked to some people, and they're like, "Oh yeah, that's real." In Loxahatchee, apparently there is a nudist colony, like out in the middle of nowhere in Loxahatchee. So, like, maybe in the neighborhood somewhere, these people just kind of escaped from, like, a nudist colony and didn't realize that they were off the property? I don't know. Maybe I'm giving yeah, them maybe, too much Maybe credit, they were but... in a nudist colony and the cops were in the wrong. Like, could, I, I mean, if that'd be like getting busted for walking your dog in a, in a t-shirt and shorts. Like, wh- why are you harassing me? It's normal right. to wear this here. <laughs> but, yeah, I don't think so. Oh, man. <laughs> No, okay. Um, I was just stalling because I really have no idea where this took place. Um, God, I have no idea. There's like no clues here. I feel like, I mean, this sounds like a Florida story, but we've just had two in a row. I don't feel like it's Florida. I do feel like it might be. This seems like something that a a a, a, Port, a Portland person or a Seattle person would do. Like it's pretty cold like something- up there. I mean. I wouldn't go walking around naked in Portland or Seattle. Yeah, but even like in, California, in October, I mean, they're November. you know they're like legalizing all the drugs. You know, they're they're you know they're they're weird about you know all kinds of sexual preferences, and they think everybody needs to accept them. Um, yeah, I'm gonna say blue state. All right, I tried to I tried to like throw throw a wrench in your spokes there, but yeah, you got it right, blue state. Um, and it's actually a state even oh, colder than Portland and, and Seattle. This is in Massachusetts. Like, who the fuck walks around naked in Massachusetts in, like, the middle of the fall? Like, 
who can afford to live in Massachusetts if they're so crazy that they walk around naked? Like, that state's expensive. Right. They probably have jobs and shit. Like, what are they doing? I bet these people, like, I, I bet they identify as dogs. Yeah. You know, they weren't walking <laughs> the dog. Sure. They were walking with the dog. Like, I mean, dogs don't wear clothes. They're probably in a BDSM relationship with that dog. That's why it's on a leash. <laughs> You know, that I, that I definitely would think they're in California. Anyway, good, <laughs> good job. Massachusetts is definitely a blue state. Um, shit. So I need to get this next one, huh? Yeah, you gotta. You gotta. Whew. And even if you... All right. So best I can do is tie. Best you can do is tie. Exactly. All right. Here we go. Woman arrested for pretending to be FBI agent and demanding free fast food. <laughs> Do FBI agents get free fast I mean, food? Because that's what you get. It's, that's what you get. That's a perk of being an FBI agent, don't you know? Yeah, I mean, that's the first I ever heard of it. Jeez, I, I mean, I would have t- chosen a different career path if I knew I could just walk into Taco Bell and. <laughs> right, right. Hey, if you're if you're if you're listening along, uh, tell us in the comments if you happen to be an FBI agent, do you get free food? Just carte blanche wherever you go. Let us know. Hey, just flash your <laughs> flash your badge like Mulder and Scully, and they're like, "Oh yeah, hey, give this guy a Big Mac." You know, he's seriously. I might need to consider doing the Lord's work. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, this 47 year old woman was arrested and charged with impersonating a public officer after employees dialed 911 following her latest attempt to for a complimentary meal, according to the arrest report. So apparently this doesn't exactly work. Um, (laughs) She was booked November 5th into county jail and released on $3,000 bail after a two-day stint behind bars. Authorities say she kept up the ruse even though she was arrested on Thursday. At one point, she even pretended to talk into a radio supposedly hidden under her shirt and urging the FBI to send someone to her aid. She also claimed her credentials were electronic only when officers asked to see her identification. So she really went like, she stuck with her story. I'll give her credit. She stuck with it. <laughs> I love that this is like a like an ongoing scheme. Like like who is this? The fucking Hamburglar? <laughs> like, oh, there she is again with another one of her ploys to get free fucking chicken. Like, <laughs> oh my god! Seriously. Like I mean, I know that the prices have been have been raised quite a bit at a lot of these joints, and, and like you know, a dollar doesn't get you what it did in in, in 1999. But you don't have to get costumes and shit involved to get free fast food. Just, like, cut a coupon or something. <sighs> Seriously. I I mean, I'm, I, I'm tempted to just guess Florida again. I know that we're not playing Florida or the field, but it feels like it's been Florida or the field. Um, right. So, okay, so here, here's my guess. So I'm going to go with Red State because um, this is somebody that thinks that saying that you're a police officer is going to get you perks. And mm. that's not going to fly in a blue state right now. It, 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 we, we've covered stories from blue states lately where police are, like, afraid to to be seen, you know, when they're, when they're ordering their fast food. They think somebody's going to spit in their coffee or whatever. So I, I don't think that somebody's going to be doing this in, like, you know, in the middle of like BLM Plaza, so I'm guessing Red State because they're uh, they're they're not anti-cop. I mean, I see the logic there. I respect the logic there. That is a really good guess. And you know what? 
any other election year, you would have been right. However, this actually took place in Georgia, which is now being reported to be a blue state. Uh, so, Georgia. Fortunately, you're wrong. I Well, I mean, I want to recount, first of all, because... <laughs> I do not believe that Georgia right? is a red state <laughs> or a blue state. <laughs> a couple, a, a, a month from now, we might have to go back and retract. We yeah. might have to give you the points. Retroactive right? points coming for in a now. month. All right. Well, I guess this last story is just going to be gravy for you. Um, hopefully you don't run up the score on me. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. Here we go. Man can't find a fast food joint. Resorts to cooking chickens in hot springs. Honestly, resourceful. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and what is it with all the fast food stuff? I mean, I guess that's one thing that brings all of America together. It doesn't matter if you're in California eating Baja Fresh and Rubio's, or if you're in Atlanta eating some nice Chick-fil-A. Everybody has some fast food. So you're saying this was in America. Got it. Yeah. Um, I guess I just named two blue states. I I just can't get over Georgia not being red. That's bullshit. I know. (laughs) Anyway, uh, the context on this one is the guy's facing some steep fines after being caught cooking chickens in the hot springs of a national park. Uh, He was part of a group that had been hiking in the park. Uh, when they were spotted carrying pots that looked a little suspicious to a passerby. Um, I don't know what's so suspicious about a pot. unless you Yeah, think... like you need to cook on a campfire. Like, how many pots did they have? Maybe like... he thought there was, like, cannibalism going on. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, though, he did alert the authorities. And when they responded, they found this guy cooking chickens in a thermal geyser with... <laughs> And he's now been banned from this park. How do you even... I'm sorry, but, like, thermal geyser? Like, you can't get close to that thing. Right? Like, not like, even close. It seems extremely dangerous. Maybe that's why his pots looked so suspicious. Maybe they had, like, ten-foot handles. <laughs> Maybe they were melting. Oh, my God. <laughs> Right, right. Oh, my God. Um, My first thought when I heard the headline was Arkansas, because Arkansas is famous for their hot springs. Um, I could totally see someone just, you know, saying, hey, there's no KFC, but I can go to the hot springs and cook up a chicken, I guess. I mean, that was my first thought. But then you said thermal geyser. And I'm thinking to myself, holy shit, did this happen in Yellowstone? Like, that's the only... Was it Yogi Bear? (laughs) Was it Yogi Bear? No, he doesn't. Uh, he doesn't live in Yellowstone. He's in Jellystone. Yeah, yeah, and he he yeah. usually goes for the pre-made food. He goes for a picnic <laughs> basket, not the raw ingredient. Hey, boo know. boo! I need you to go down there, grab some chickens, take them to a thermal geyser, and drive them <laughs> to burn your ass. Oh my god, we're getting silly today. Um, yeah, you're right. It, it was at Yellowstone. Um, of course, Yellowstone spans across multiple states out west, and none of them. None of them. None of them are. You didn't guess yet, did you? No, I didn't. <laughs> so I'm not gonna I'm not gonna tell you. None of them are in Canada. Damn it! I don't know which state it was in. Yellowstone is in multiple states. I have I know Wyoming, but I can't for the life of me think what color Wyoming is. Oh my god. This not is- not a hotly contested battleground state this year, <laughs> Wyoming. Oh my, not oh enough my electoral god. votes. 
I just, I can't, I don't know. I don't, I don't really pay much attention to like those states because they're not really like swing states. Um, Nobody lives there. Right. Um, okay. This is, this is going to be a total crapshoot. I guess it doesn't matter because I'm already in the lead. Uh, but I'm going to go with blue states. Yeah. Cause you know, blue, the Democrats, they care about the environment. So that makes Cause sense. Cause they're out so, west. Yeah. There's no, no, it's red. It's like the Damn red it. state. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it feels like a small victory for me, even uh, though you won the you won the match. All right, well, I won, but that one made me feel like a loser. <laughs> I should have known that. Just you, don't play once you've already got that lead. Just say, you know what? I'm I I, I abstain from answering this question. <laughs> okay, we'll see how that goes. <laughs> all right. Well, anyway, it looks like we've got a call that's been kind of waiting for a while. Um, let's see here. All right, I guess I'll take this one. Uh, what the hell? Uh, area code 702, you're on with the War on Morons. Tell us your name and where you're calling from. Uh, yeah, it's me, it's me, it's Vinny V, baby, calling from the most important city in the most important state in the most important country in the world. Say it with me. Uh, no. Las, Ve- Las Vegas, Las Vegas, Nevada, baby. <laughs> All right. Well, yeah, it's a beautiful day, isn't it? What? Yeah, it's a beautiful day here. You know, we're we're here in the city of sin. I'm just sitting back in my penthouse suite. I'm just watching the news. I'm watching the news. I'm not even watching sports. <laughs> and I'm just sitting here waiting for the money to roll in, baby. <laughs> really. Absolutely. You know, I, I had to call in, you know, because you, you know me, you know, I'm, I'm the man that knows all, you know, I, I, I'm, a, I'm a bookie. You know, I, I don't I don't shy away from the title. I'm a, book, a bookie. I'm a betting man. I know all about sports. You know, you want to get the action on football, on baseball, on basketball, on fucking horse racing. I don't care. You call me. You know, you call 1-900-V for Vegas, right? Uh, I well, know. Little. Well, you should. You should. Maybe if you did, you could afford a better microphone over there. <laughs> What's wrong uh, with my uh, microphone? But anyway, don't, don't even worry about it. What I'm, what I'm saying, though, is a lot of people don't realize, but you could bet on the politics, too. And, and, and I've got a lot of action riding on this, uh, this presidential race. That you people keep talking about, and I just had to call in and chime in because you you gotta well, uh, you get some things wrong. Really? Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, well, for instance, that last segment you just got done with. I, I bet you thought it was a really good segment. I you had a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah, red state versus blue state, huh? Mm-hmm. So, so if if I'm understanding your uh, your premise correctly, you know, you you, you say a story. And I'm supposed to guess, is that a story uh, from, a, from a state that voted for the red guys or for the blue guys? Is that right? Yeah, you, you got it. All right. So what happens if it's a story from, I don't know, from Las Vegas? Huh? <laughs> or maybe Reno? Well, I don't think we could include that in this stack because as ah. you all know. What do you mean? Exactly. Uh-huh. Yeah, you could not include a story from Nevada because Nevada is neither a red state nor a blue state. Well, that's not exactly true. You have to be one or the other. You just haven't finished uh, counting yet somehow. Exactly. 
three. And, and, and since we have not finished counting, uh, let me ask you this. Who's the president? Who won? We don't know yet, Vinny. I mean, I don't yeah. know. Why do you sound so proud of this? You guys yeah. are like the shame of the nation. You can't even count the The shame votes. of the nation. Look, I don't. maybe you don't understand how this works, but you know you could still bet on this thing, right? Yeah, I mean, I'm you know, I, I, I Yeah, I keep hearing you people talk about it. I mean, you could get some really good value on a bet for that Donald Trump right now. Maybe you should call up a bookie. I don't know. Maybe me. I could place a bet for you. I could get you some really good action on Donald J. Trump to, to, to hold on to this thing and win the presidency. What do you say? You know, Vinny, I don't think I'm going to take you up on that. Oh, you're more of a uh, Joe Biden kind of a kind of a girl, huh? You want to put some not. money on Biden? You... No. Well, okay. Oh, I see. So you are admitting that it might be somebody else, huh? Ah, uh, no, I'm not admitting that. I'm just saying I don't want to bet on the presidency. I want you well, guys to finish counting so we all can know who's the president. Look, we're going to finish counting when we understand, you know, which way we need the wind to go. <laughs> well. Uh, well, I mean, let's just say, I mean, if we wanted to be done counting by now, I mean, you know, we could count pretty fast out here. <laughs> right, uh, I mean, but, but we don't. So perplexing. Uh, well, here, here's what you have to understand. You know, I'm not the only betting man in Vegas, and, and there's a lot of there's a lot of money riding on this thing, and we need it to turn out a certain way. Uh, and if you ask me, as, as the king of Las Vegas, I, I'm, I'm kind of thinking. We should wait until both Joe Biden and Donald Trump are in fucking jail uh, because uh, <laughs> we all know they belong there, right? Uh, what the hell are you talking about, Vinny? You can't just wait an indefinite period of time to finish counting the votes. You guys should have been done fucking weeks ago. Look, I don't know if you've been paying attention, but they're cheaters. They're, uh, they got the dead people of voting. I mean, you, you were just talking about it. You were talking about it in this show. They got dead people voting. Am I right? Yeah, the Democrats did that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, the, the Republicans, the, the Trumpers, they're out there. They're, they're trying to take away votes. That's not right, is it? They're taking away a vote. Yeah, they're trying to take away illegal votes. I don't see what's hey, going hey, on about that. Hey, that's but racist. Okay. You can't call them illegals. You know, Mexicans are people, too. <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, but the point is, look, look, I'm going to be straight with you. I've got, and I'm not the only one out here that, that, that's that done this. You know, back in April, we were able to get 7,000 to 1 odds on this. Uh, he's, I guess he's a, a bit of a dark horse. His name's uh, Werner. Uh, Werner, or something like that. Uh, 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 that's Vernon. Here, let me get my ticket. Vermin, Vermin Supreme. Vermin Seven thousand to one odds. Exactly. I bet ten thousand dollars on Vermin Supreme, and I got seven thousand to one odds, baby. <laughs> Holy shit, Vinny! That is absolutely. Now you get I've it. Ever heard of? Well, no, no, I don't think you understand. I mean, it doesn't sound like you bet that often. Do you know how much fucking money I'm going to make when Vermin Supreme is inaugurated as United States president? Yeah, I know exactly how much you're going to make. Zero. Because that, in order to win that bet, in order to get those odds, your candidate has to actually win. Vermin Supreme has no chance. 
No, no, I, I, I don't. <laughs> I don't think you understand yet. I'm not the only one that took this bet. Oh, there's me. There's Tony from down the street. Uh, there's Greasy Jerry. Half of Vegas bet on Vermin Supreme. And nobody's going to finish counting those fucking votes until we can find a way for Vermin Supreme to win this election. Oh <laughs> and then we're going to be billionaires, baby. Baby! <laughs> What's that? That's... I don't even have the words. That's the worst thing I've ever heard. You can't just hold up the election because you placed a stupid bet on a third-party candidate who, who is just, he's not even affiliated with the Green Party. He's like his own weird thing. Like, you should have never placed that bet. It was Hey, I mean, he, he, he's, he's legitimate. He, I mean, they, they wouldn't have put him, they wouldn't have put him on the board if he didn't have a chance. I mean, you're telling me, yeah, you're, you're probably one of these people that, that think that they shouldn't even play a, a football in Cleveland. You know, hey, the Browns, they can never get to a Super Bowl. They can never, you know, that's why they play the fucking game. And every year, there's a lot of people that put a lot of money on the Cleveland Browns to win the Super Bowl. Guess how many times they've been? One. They've never been to a Super Bowl. But know. one day, they will be. Just like next year, January 20th, Vermin Supreme is going to take over Washington, baby. 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue. Give me my money. Ten grand into seventy million. <laughs> oh, it's only God. a Vegas, baby. <laughs> you know what, Vinny? We better finish counting those votes because and be ready. Uh, hey, we'll we'll get around to it anyway. Hey, uh, give me another drink over here. What the hell? Yeah, yeah. We're toasting the vermin, baby. Vinny, hey, Tony, you know what I'm talking about. This vermin supreme. Oh, that Vinny, man, I don't even know what to say about that. He is, uh, he's got a lot going on. I'm not so sure about what he's, did, did that sound shady to you? I mean, it sounded shady, but it also sounded really stupid. Like, I mean, do, I, I don't care who you are. You really think that you can hold up a national election and somehow cash in <laughs> millions of dollars voting for a crazy man with a boot on his head? <laughs> you know, something tells me he was just making that whole thing up i don't think him and greasy jim or whoever it was he meant to really have that much political sway so hey he does say he's the king of vegas right yeah 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 look we were trying to give everyone a break from the election stories all right but since Vinny brought it up i guess it wouldn't be too bad to cover just a few right eh, why not i mean as long as they're funny <laughs> oh i've got a funny one all right <laughs> now the idea that liberals were brought to tears when the media proclaimed Joe Biden won the election really isn't too far-fetched. I mean, they are the same people who have about the as much emotional control as a preteen on her first period. Um, but this one really was special. It takes the cake, for sure. I mean, these are people that burn their own cities to the ground whenever they get slightly offended. So, I mean, nothing that they're going to do with their emotions is going to surprise me. I, um, in fact, I, I already think I know what you're going to talk about. Is, is this about that jackass on CNN? He was, like, weeping on air. <laughs> Van Jones. You know, I, I, I could cover him, but really that's not that surprising. Um, one person who you wouldn't expect to have been moved to tears is The Rock. Wait. The The Rock? 
That rock. Like that like that like can you smell like that rock. Can you smell what the rock is cooking? Yeah, that rock. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Crying. Oh yeah. The big strong wrestler turned movie star. Very disappointing. I mean I Yeah, I know. I knew you'd be shocked by this one. And I mean, look, it's not like we didn't know we were guaranteed liberal tears no matter which way the election went, but I mean this one is just Really out of left field for the left. <laughs> I mean, I didn't even know he was a liberal. He didn't really strike strike me as one. But <laughs> I mean, I, I, I'm He's just going to say this. Hollywood, are you sure about that? Uh, well, yeah, I guess. I mean, you, you spend enough time out there. If you want to make another movie, you have to be. But you don't have to break down into tears over fucking Joe Biden. Like, come on, Dwayne. Like, I mean, you don't see Steve Austin shedding a tear. You know, that, that, that's the only man in America who's actually hit a finishing move on Donald Trump. So, I mean, if, if anybody... <laughs> God, could you imagine someone trying to, like, body slam Joe Biden? Oh, yeah, I, I, could, mean, I, I dream about that every day. Oh, my God. He's so frail. I mean, it's I know he's always threatening to fight constituents at town halls and everything, but the man's, like, 80 years old, and he looks like he's about to, you know, keel over at any time. If, if Mae Young can go through a table... You know, like Joe Biden can take a bump, you know. Are we talking about Hunter again? <laughs> Ayo. <laughs> anyway, um, since we're talking about these Biden fanatics, um, let's just move on. Um, it's barely been a week. It's barely been a week since this guy's become the self-proclaimed president-elect. And those who voted for him are already getting a harsh dose of reality. Um, on the radical spectrum of the Biden base, you've got the Black Lives Matter agitators who are already angry that they aren't getting a bigger say in his agenda. Ah, well, yeah, I mean, when you're a terrorist organization, I mean, you should definitely have a place in the cabinet on the new president's, uh, you know, regime here. But, uh, I mean, honestly, that one's kind of on them, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, uh, I mean, it's... <laughs> Did they not know who they were voting for? Like, this is Joe Biden. He's like, he's been talking for decades about how he wants to keep the black people down. And now they're thinking that, I mean, it's, it's like expecting Pol Pot to open up a lens crafters, you know? <laughs> but, but I'm not exactly going to, like, shed a tear for the BLM idiots. Um, what I thought was way more interesting was watching the moderate Biden voters find out the hard way that placating the mob doesn't mean that the mob's going to leave you alone. Um, Talking. It, like there was my favorite. There was there was actually a lot of this um, in the in the days between you know election day and when this guy proclaimed himself the winner. Um, but my favorite was this one homeowner. Um, this was somewhere in Oregon. I think it was in, somewhere in Portland. This guy was chased off of his front porch. He was robbed. There was like a big mob of these. You know, these mostly peaceful activists, they were just rampaging through his neighborhood on election night. And he comes out of his house and he's just pleading with them. He's pointing at the fact that he's got a Biden-Harris sign on his front yard. He's like, I'm on your side. Why are you doing this to me? <laughs> and they respond by calling him, and I quote, a motherfucking white-ass privileged old man stealing his cell phone and trying to kick his ass. <laughs> oh, my God. I mean... You know, there's going to be a lot of wake-up calls like this in the coming months and possibly years. And 
I mean, to be fair, this guy probably thought he deserved it. I mean, maybe now we know why these people vote for tax hikes and wealth distribution. Right. Like, they've just got that liberal guilt, you know? Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'm surprised that they don't literally sacrifice themselves. Like, you know, like, like go down to the um, to to the Black Lives Matter Plaza or whatever they call it in in D.C. and just throw themselves off a rooftop like like that scene from Midsommar. (laughs) Oh, Jesus. I mean, you have to make sure you drop your will first, though. Like, make sure you leave all of your money and assets to, like, underprivileged youths or no, something. No, no, just, just give it to BLM. They, I'm sure it'll get They'll to the right people. They'll distribute it for you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, thanks for that image. Yeah. Um, everybody needed to think about that scene again, so thanks. Yeah. Um, anyways. Since you brought up the Portland radical crowd, one prominent Portland politician who has repeatedly vowed to defund the police made herself a laughingstock last week when she, uh, you guessed it, called the police. (laughs) Well, um, I mean, that's funny. I like the irony, but I mean, it could be like, you know, maybe give her the benefit of the doubt. You know, like we talk about people waking up. We talk about people like, you know, getting a dose of reality, maybe she came across like a real emergency situation. And in the face of actual danger, she understands that she was being a dumbass in the first place. And now she's like, oh, law enforcement does have a place in civil society. I need the police. They, you know, I was trying to get somebody's trying to rob my house or something, you know? Well, that would be nice um, for sure. But that's not at all what happened. So, Hard left city commissioner Joanne Hardesty actually called the cops because her Lyft driver wouldn't roll his window up. (laughs) So She, She called the police to get him to roll up his window? Yes, you know, the police who she's been trying to put out of a job all year. I mean, he probably had it down because she smelled like she, like she looks. Oh, my God. I mean, she looks like she smells like a fucking pound of patchouli. <laughs> I mean, it's like it's almost like these people have a complete lack of self-awareness. Like, I mean, shouldn't she have been worried? If, I mean... She's been spending, like you said, the whole year trying to defund the police. Um, she she talks about them as as if they're all like white supremacists or or, or whatever the the latest um, the, the latest phrasing on it is. Like, I mean, she's a black woman. Did she not think that if she called these evil white supremacists, they were just going to show up and shoot her on sight? <laughs> I'm starting to think that they don't believe their own rhetoric here. You know. <laughs> to think that they just want somebody that they can tattle to and if they don't feel like they can tattle to the police then they're gonna want you know some like overlords in government that they can tattle to instead like that's literally what it feels like they just want to have you know they're just a bunch of tattletales and they want people who are going to take their side when they tattle on people they don't agree with snitches get stitches like don't you listen to rap seriously (laughs) and 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 i mean over over a window i mean can you imagine like if if the lyft driver didn't have like a charger cable for her iphone what would she have done then (laughs) then it would have been anarchy Uh, she would have taken the law into her own hands (laughs) anyway speaking of hypocrisy in our last story of the evening we go once again to the non-existent office of the president-elect <laughs> where basement joe biden has been piecing together his plans for a future administration all oh, right joe biden has been putting these plans together yeah i'm, right. I'm sure it's him mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, the, the I, i'll admit 
I'm pretty sure that the Dr. Ding Dong and the Barry Helpful was just a little bit of a parody, but this isn't. Um, so supposedly he's got a COVID-19 transition team, and on this team, he's got some medical ethic- ethicist named Ezekiel Emanuel. Um, uh, now, this is news because this so-called medical ethicist has gone on record to say that he thinks life is not worth living after the age of 75 and that there's a need to ration health care for the elderly. Oh. Yeah, I mean, that's got to be a real comfort for seniors, right? Because the average age of coronavirus deaths is over 75 years old. Wow. So that's, I mean, one, bone-chillingly scary. I mean, these are people who, literally the conspiracy theorists have been telling us for years, they want to kill us off. They want to depopulate the world. They want to, like, they're literally bringing people into, like, the Oval Office. Like, okay, okay, cool. Um, Yeah, they're not even hiding it. Putting that aside, (laughs) putting that aside, uh, you know, okay. Um, Biden is older than 75 years old. Right. Does he even remember being 75? Like, it's been a while. (laughs) You know, like, I'm starting to think that Biden didn't have anything to do with bringing this guy on board. I think this is a Kamala Harris hire. You know? (laughs) I don't think she feels like people should be president past the age of 75. You know, you might be right. You might be right. I mean, this is like getting Fred Phelps and hiring him to be in charge of your, your like, HIV commission, you know? <laughs> <sighs> I don't even know what these people... Anyway, we're, we're getting another call. <laughs> All right, why not? Let's just end the show on a high note rather than a depressing, scary, terrifying note. Um, area code 405, you're on with the War on Morons. Tell us your name and where you're calling from. Yeah, this is Dr. Larry. I'm calling from Oklahoma. You tell me. <laughs> it is yeah. nice to meet you. Dr. Larry, we've already met multiple times. Thank you for calling back well, in. Well, I I don't know, you know, I got a lot of people that listen to my program. I got a lot of fans out there. Excuse me if I don't remember every single one of them. But I do have to say, for some reason, I've been listening to your show today. Mm-hmm. And I, I I think that you need an intervention. So that's me calling up so I can, well, see if I can help clear some things up for you, okay? Oh, really? Okay, yeah, sure. Why don't you just intervene then oh all right so here here's what you need to understand and what you need to accept and and that is that joseph biden jr you might know him he used to be a senator he, he used to be a vice president he's this guy from uh from delaware you, you might have heard of him oh yeah i think i'm familiar well, he is your president of the United States because he won the election, whether you like it or not. How does that make you feel? Well, it doesn't make me feel too good, Dr. Larry, because I'm pretty sure he stole it. Well, here's the thing. Yes, Joe Biden stole the election. And yes, Joe Biden is going to ruin the economy. He, he, if you have a job, you might as well kiss it goodbye. Bye. He's going to make your life very miserable. But but you know what? What? No worries. 
Oh. It's okay. I feel so much better already. Absolutely. You're welcome. Because (laughs) I am officially inducting you into the No Worry Army. And, And all you have to do, you put a smile on your lips, you put a song in your heart, and you stop worrying about politics. And you stop worrying about Joe Biden and Donald Trump. Because at the end of the day, you're gonna die anyway. You ever think about that? Um, yeah, I just prefer for it to be like of old age after living a good life, not because I couldn't wait in line any longer for my weekly potato ration. Well, it doesn't matter because either way, in four years, you can vote again for Joe Biden because he is revolutionizing America. He's he's changing the face of this country, and, and he's making it all better for everybody. So I need you to to just relax and stop criticizing the man, okay? Dr. Larry, I'm all for not letting politics ruin your life, but I uh-huh. think you sound pretty out of touch. I mean, it sounds like you understand that uh-huh. Joe Biden winning the election and stealing it is bad for uh-huh. our country. And yet you're expecting yeah. to be happy about that outcome? That doesn't sound right. No. See, I'm telling you, it doesn't matter if you're happy. Because oh. you are not significant enough to change anything. Thank you. Do you know how many people voted? You know, I, I, I'm sure it was in the millions. A hundred, About 150 million people voted. Great. So if it so doesn't matter if did I'm not happy matter. and I'm so insignificant, then really it doesn't matter if I join your stupid No Worries Army or not, does it? Well, it does. It does. Because if you don't join the No Worry Army, I'm worried that you're going to burst a, a blood vessel on this show getting all upset, making all these mean jokes. Am I right? I'm pretty sure you're not. Well, that's all right, because I'm prescribing you with a solution today. I'm going to give you the week off. You can relax. You can turn off that CNN. You can turn off that Fox News. You don't have to watch any news anymore. And you can just maybe have a nice glass of wine, maybe listen to It's Okay with Dr. Larry, and just relax. What do you say? I mean, Dr. Larry, that that sounds great and all, but uh, we uh-huh. have a show to run every week. So I no, mean, no, no. See, I worked it out. I worked it out with Jay. I already paid him two hundred dollars, and you can ask him. I paid him two hundred dollars, and next week it's gonna be me, Dr. Larry, and I'm gonna host the Moron Show or whatever this thing's called, and, and you can just relax and not worry about a thing you're gonna do what all right problem solved you can rap it's a show you can rap Uh, uh, dr larry wait what is happening see all you people next week i'll see you next week make sure you tune in on tuesday on the hammond hammond media channel and it's gonna be me dr larry What was he talking about? That he's going to host our show next? Yeah, um, I, I'm, I've been meaning to tell you. I, I, I mean, Thanksgiving's coming up. I don't want to work on Thanksgiving, so I mean, it works out. 
It works. He's a lunatic. What do you mean it works well, out? Well, I mean, uh, it's either it's either that or like do a rerun. Like, do you want to work on Thanksgiving? It's a holiday. Oh, well, I mean, no, I don't. I want to have the week off. Yeah, but... so Dr. Larry, he's 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 going to cover it for us and we're getting paid. Like it's it's a win-win. It's like a it's like a sponsorship basically. I'm still pretty suspicious of his motives, but okay. Uh, I mean, he's I'm great. down for a vacation. He's great. I mean, he's been doing this for years. He's got his his show that he hosts out there in Oklahoma or whatever. He's like a. Can we be a, the ones paying him if he's hosting for us? Well, I I mean, look, I'm not gonna look a gift horse in the mouth. We get a week off. We get two hundred dollars. Um, I mean, it, it works out. So, um, everybody in the audience. Make sure you tune in next week. I'm sure that it's going to be a memorable show. Um, and we've got a world-famous radio psychologist, Dr. Larry, who's going to be on there to answer all your questions, alleviate your fears. Um, so if you've got anything that's been worrying you, if you got any problems that have been you know, weighing down on your mind, give us a call. 813-906-9099. Leave them a message. Dr. Larry will make it all better. All right, that sounds like it's a wrap for us this week. Uh, Tune in next week for Dr. Larry, and have a happy Thanksgiving, folks. (laughs) See you next week. Uh,